listening to a Shazies podcast. Money Month this year, the theme is pause, get sorted. And so that pause is really um, the first step for people to really to slow down a second, take a moment. What is it that I could do during this month that would really make a meaningful difference to my financial position? So when we think pause, what do you want people to be thinking in that pause or what do you want them to 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 take that time to really recalibrate on well it really depends where they're at on their financial journey so for example we've got um sorted six steps you know if you're if you don't know where to start we've actually have a whole set of steps that you can go through and for example step one would be putting together a starter safety net of a thousand dollars if you don't have it and that can be for all those unforeseen emergencies Step two might be sorting out your Kiwi Saver. Step three, tackling uh, debt, high interest debt that you might be carrying. Step four is covering your people, your money, your stuff. So all of that insurance part in there. Step five would be running your retirement uh, number. Take a take mm. a long term look just for a second to see what you're on track and how that fits with your goals. And step six is really about your personal goals and and your household's goals and what you're aiming to achieve and getting on track towards those. And when you look at you know our society and the money situations a lot of people are in at the moment, what would be the ways to think about debt uh, when you're taking that pause and thinking about through those steps? Yeah, I like to think of debt as like fire. Okay. <laughs> because it's something that can bring you well-being, but it's also something that can get out of control. So you got to make sure that you're a, you're a master and that, it, that it's working for you and that you're not just working for it. If it's not working for you, if it's not really warming your house, it can really mm. get out of control without you realizing it. So depending on what the interest rates are, what you're paying, what the debt is for. For example, if it's something productive like your education or like a property that can grow in value over time, these are productive ways of using debt. But for other things that we might be borrowing for, it actually might be um, not improving our and actually impacting negatively our financial position. And is that, say, examples of like uh, buy now, pay laters or on things that aren't well, the trouble with buy now, uh, the trouble with buy now, pay later is is having too many of them on the go and overextending yourself. So, um, in, in the short term, you're you're looking at those installments and they look doable, but actually you've committed to uh, repaying a lot more. And if you have too many going on, other things like credit cards are notoriously sticky in terms of the debt you can get yourself into, and because of the interest rates involved, mm. some of those um, you know store cards can be twenty five percent or something like that. They can keep you on a debt treadmill for for years and years and years, way longer than you ever anticipated. Yeah, because just as um, interests or you know returns can compound and grow over time, obviously interest on loans and uh, can compound over time too, and can kind of create that downward spiral. So part of that pause is to like, hey, let's pause and really watch that and get that under control. Exactly. The longer they linger for, the the more expensive they get. Yeah, and you also mentioned a thousand dollars around that first step. Yeah. Tell me about why thousand dollars and what what. Well, if you think of a lot of the things that, that can happen that are unexpected that somebody might, you know, whack on a credit card and actually end up carrying that debt for a trip to the vet, 
new tires for the car, a car repair, uh, unforeseen dental trip, anything like that. We started with that because it helps people get into that habit of saving. So you might be building that $1,000. Maybe you might be selling some things around the house or, th- or you know, on Trade Me or something like that. But pretty much if you get into a habit of, of setting aside even a small amount to build up that $1,000, it starts to reinforce a habit. And you're like, well, I can do that. Now I can save for other goals uh, that I have. And we thought it was more manageable, too, because like a fully funded uh, uh, emergency fund might be, you know, three to six months worth of expense. Uh, uh, typically and if you present that to people at, at first and they've never even started saving at all it's quite overwhelming so thousand dollars to start with start a safety net start an emergency fund and it's uh, it's much more doable yeah I mean a lot of the things you mentioned there is exactly why we started Shazzy Save actually because we wanted to have something where people could access it when they needed it when they needed that money but also still get get the interest rates that are out there at the moment too and as that's been going up being able to have access to that so it's a little bit of reason why yeah, the safe part mm. is there too investing involves risk you might lose the money you start with we recommend talking to a licensed financial advisor we also recommend reading product disclosure documents before deciding to invest